How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going today, Dave? It's going okay. Oh, also, I'm joined by my co-host, as sometimes, Rachel. How's it going today, Rachel? Oh, it's going all right. How's it going today, Jake? I, <laughs> I'm, feeling okay. I'm, I'm feeling okay right now. Modern medicine is a dream, but I'm pretty sure I've got the vid. Uh, co 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 video of some sort anyways it's either like a flu or a cold or something like that dave was remarking before we started recording that uh we will have both now recorded an episode while while uh high on our own supply of covid (laughs) i didn't realize Um, we had a supply of covid (laughs) Uh can you can you not (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's um but other than that you know i'm doing all right we're getting through it uh vaccines helped out uh, presumably a lot because I'm like yeah. my gosh this is a rough time and if I didn't have a vaccine if it was worse I don't know if I could take it you know it's like for real goodness gracious yeah Dave and I caught it at the same exact time last time I was like I think I'm mm. feeling fine and then all of a sudden I'm like no I feel awful Dave how are you mm. Mm. from yeah. the top ropes yeah, but it was it was validating because like when you message me, I'm like I feel terrible, and you're like I feel terrible. I'm like okay, it's not just me. Like we're in it together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was not happy that either of us were not healthy, but it's not how you told the story. <laughs> I was exuberant. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But yeah, we should not share lollipops that we find on the street. Mm-hmm. Today I learned. Not anymore. Not in this economy. Where lollipops are very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Well they were. <laughs> Lollipop <laughs> is like five fifty <laughs> these days. So You used to always go to the bank and they had like the free dum dums. Now they charge you fifty cents. Oh my god. Dude, gosh. I used to They don't really I, mean, I just fuck it with you. Sorry. I would believe it though. How much <laughs> how much of the cash back do you want in dum dums? Is the question they should be asked <laughs> the teller asks. Oh, Ooh, that's dangerous. Just give me all the dum-dums, deplete my account, and send it through the pneumatic tube, please. That's half the reason that I go. <laughs> How many of the cream soda ones do they have? I think that's it's dependent on flavor. Mm. Ooh, that's a good point. Right. I'm trying yeah, to think of a bad dum-dum flavor. I haven't had them in so long. There's definitely some that are worse than others, but yeah, it's been a hot minute. I really like root beer, but that's just because I like root beer, so... It's a good take. Mm-hmm. If you melt that down and carbonate it, you basically have soda. Yeah. What kind? <laughs> Sarsaparilla, te- technically. Ah, okay, okay. Good save. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as my brain is relatively fried, I'm going to ask you guys to contribute topics. Uh, as our standard guest format is basically we talk about whatever the crap anyways whatever comes to mind but like my mind is a stack of no objects it's mm. it's completely head empty um that's where yeah. i'm at mm-hmm. i think we should stop forcing you to talk ben okay <laughs> hey rachel what you been playing recently <laughs> Oh, video games? Hmm. You, you caught me on a weird time, considering uh, the Tales of Symphonia remaster just came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bandai Namco decided to not ship my copy, so I'm just playing the last time it was released <laughs> on uh, Steam. I thought you were going to say The Last of Us is like a very heavy turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very different. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I love my turn-based Last of Us. Um yeah, I don't even know how to make that how to make that into a JRPG. No, it's t- it's too much. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's a bit much. So you're just so, playing the previous release for Tales of Symphonia? Yeah, so they they called this a remaster, but what it is is a port of a port they had done. So yeah, it's they're just like, hey, you haven't given us enough money of this game for a little bit now. Do you want to try again? And um I think they got me to publish it because they really met, they really goofed it big. Um, it takes a parent. 
apparently on the switch like 10 seconds to load like to get to like a map like the loading times are extremely heavy uh it's missing some dialogue there's now like epilepsy warning because they changed what happens when you go into a battle it's now like a blinking white screen it's it's a whole it's a whole mess so i'm playing the last time it was released which is on steam which is just a slight mess it's fine also this is my favorite game hello so <laughs> does it feel good <laughs> i guess are you looking forward to playing the remaster even knowing that there are those issues yeah hell yeah so i've been talking i got into like the community for it uh recently so the excitement's still there and talking you know when a game first comes out and you're talking to your friends like oh hey remember how this part how you know did you get to this part yet and just sort of um what do you what do adults say instead of fangirling Fanboying, yeah. Fanboy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> I, uh, we like I'm it to be sure. more male-centric, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, patriarchy, jeez. No, uh, what's... Uh, that's a good question. Um, nerding out? Nerding? Yeah, yeah. okay, generic. I'll say I'm nerding out. Kind of like I'll nerding do out. I'll do that. Larping. Oh, <laughs> we all took a lar topic switch. We all mm -hmm. took a personality test, I believe. Mm -hmm. So it was um, uh, jock goth uh what all was it jock there goth was... nerd i think we were like the three overall types mm -hmm. i remember top top left was baller which no one got <laughs> because no one got everyone who did everyone who took the quiz in our discord was like southern hemisphere the the nerd hemisphere mm -hmm. um i got like true nerd on the exact border to like yep. larp yeah. I think we must have gotten almost the same thing because I was, mm -hmm. yeah, like directly on the line. And then I don't know, the other 15 people who took it all got LARP. I was a little jealous. Uh huh. Dave. I didn't even want LARP because mm -hmm. I'm not like a LARP person. I think just some of the questions that were asked, I wasn't as one sided about because they're like, don't you love like doing certain things? I'm like, that's okay for some people. And uh -huh. they're like, this guy fucking loves it. <laughs> he likes to act out fantasy in an RPG set. And I was like, ah, not for me, but it's because it was one of those like political boxes, right? Like a <laughs> three by three grid and LARP outcome was if you were on the nerd half, which is the bottom half and then like goth, which is the bottom right. And mm -hmm. I don't know if I a hundred percent agree like with that exact take. If you're like, you know, you're like, death is an important concept to meditate on. It's like, oh, freaking LARPer, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, Dear Jenny got like 82% goth. I'm like, yes. Amazing. Yeah, that's not, that's not surprising. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she, but yeah. she likes that stuff. She has uh, the, uh, the, the vampire red um, contact lenses and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, this is yeah, this is her your, in real life, not just in an her true self with. is vampire. Uh-huh. I love that. She inspired me to get colored contact lenses, and then they arrived, and I put them in, and they looked like nothing. Like, they were supposed to be, like, a bright blue, and mm -hmm. they just looked like, I don't know, sort of brown, sort of blue. I, I was very let down. I think I need to find, mm. find her uh, supplier. Yeah. You took a picture of your eyes and put it over your own eyes. <laughs> I uh, Photoshop in real life. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's a good way to do it. They make glasses for that with like a fake nose and stuff. You can just put those on. God, which tales was that? Tales of Zillia, I think. They were really obsessed with those those glasses. And from like that game onward, they always have that as like so something you can add to your character's outfit and oh. just have like the crazy silly glasses with like the big mustache so i always like taking um there was this guy his name was rowan like old like sorcerer kind of thing he was like the granddad of your mystical adventure party and i always just gave him this really ridiculous um like swirly eyes and mustache it helps oh i like the, the swirly glasses in the anime trope mm-hmm Oh, they are a scientist. Yes. <laughs> As they've peered into the abyss and the abyss has peered back. 
Is that supposed to be like the old like Coke bottle glasses? Cause they were so thick. So they were like blurry and you couldn't really see it. Was that what, what's implied there? Maybe. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. They also have like, it sense. looks like their hair went through an explosion. Obviously they have no. gray hair. Um, just putting their fingers just, in various sockets for experiments. Uh-huh. Science. You're just describing dice. <laughs> Does he have gray hair? It's, it's been oh, a while. I, um, oh, God. Yeah, I'll make sure he listens to this one. Uh, no, straight to white. That's um, fair. That's fair. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be uh, like out if we decide to ever leave the house. I don't know why we would. But mm. um, if the light catches it in the right way and like he swooshes his hair back a little bit, there's just like a whole sea of white that then covers with like the dark brown again. Ooh. He's just Ooh. hiding it pretty well. That's fancy. I'm just becoming more attracted to your husband. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I I will second the I don't know why I would ever go outside again. I'm just not that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Last time I went outside and got sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually went outside yesterday and it was it was all right to good. Ooh. But on you. the way on the way back, it, it went from okay to shit <laughs> i was so? driving back at like i left my friend's place at like 10 30 and they live like borderline almost another state um so i was getting back late and driving at night and trying to be very conscientious of other drivers in the road because of how late it is and people not paying attention and just being assholes in general and i was going 70 miles an hour on a road and somebody's merging on via the ramp. I'm like, okay, how fast are they going? Do I need to, uh, can I just chill here and let them go? Or do I need to like merge over and pass? And they're giving me the vibes of like, hey, I don't accelerate quickly. I'm like, okay, cool. I will merge so I don't hit you. You will have that lane just for you to merge into and we'll be good. And they're like, okay, I'm now in that lane that you gave me. I'm also going to take the next lane over. So as I'm like about to pass them, they're like, I'm just going to go without signaling or looking at all. And so I had to do one of these motions and do like a very, very hard veer and then balance out. Thankfully, there's another lane to the left because otherwise I would have just hit that person. Sorry. One second. Uh, as great as that is for an audio medium, please describe the motion you did. It was amazing. Imagine you're grabbing the wheel and you're doing a very sharp turn to the <clears> left. <throat> or you're like very, trying to close off a valve that's been leaking gas at the mm. at the plant. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other danger is there's cars out there too. Yeah. You got sicknesses and cars. Mm -hmm. the, the two big ones. Mm -hmm. Sabertooth tiger, tigers. We got to cross that off the list. Don't have to worry yep. about those anymore. Nope. Cars came right right in their place uh-huh they're, they're they're the apex predator now mm -hmm. operated weirdly by humans <laughs> not mm. all the time though but most of the time it's true they're scarier when they're not explodes mm -hmm. i recall um uh dave was was probably back there for this but uh at work we had someone who had a tesla and uh he was showing off the this is years back at this point um you can before it was incredibly obvious <laughs> about what kind of person elon musk was uh so I, I no retroactive judgment for this but the uh uh we were testing out the autopilot feature mm -hmm. and i was like well that's cool but like do we have to do that while I'm in the car? Right. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if I trust it. It's, it's kind of like, it gives you the sort of like a look at the car to the side, what it approximates like the other cars will be. And it's kind of like flashing as it detects or doesn't detect it. And I'm just like, this thing's just going to pull like a 180 and explode. <laughs> like you could have predicted the whole, the, all of this happening. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I could not trust that considering as a, as we try to get set up to record this podcast, I couldn't get my my computer and headset to work correctly. So then having to worry about like, oh no, what if I can't get my car to work correctly? Can't do it. I, uh, I don't even understand how to open the door to a Tesla. My work friend has one. And um, I literally had to ask her, I couldn't figure out because you have to push in 
the handle to pop it out. It was too many steps. I got to write it down for next time. I mean, as somebody who showered at another person's place, I get it. You're kind of like fiddling around. You're like, water, come, come out, water. <laughs> Somebody's like a mildly different setup. You're like, I don't want to mess it up. I'd rather just ask. Yeah, Real exactly. talk. Why is every shower set up differently? Just, just come out with a standardization. It's time. It is the year 2023. Make showers similar. Again. Nope. <laughs> Not going there. I remember a time where we all used to shower together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back in the before times. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the... You have a knob, and the more left you turn it, the hotter it gets. So mm. if you just turn it on lightly, okay, that's cold. Let's agree on that. Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. And then as far as between if it's like the bath or the shower, just one pull-up to change it. That's it. That's all you need. So ours is you move <laughs> I knew it. it's going to be different. No, I'm I am so upset by this because ours is you move it left and it's cold. You move it a little bit more and it's way too hot. So you move it back and then it's too cold again. But then you already hate being in the shower, so you just do your stuff and leave, and you're cold. That's Maybe not everyone's. You guys have like just like a very extreme water heater or something. Just you're optimized. talking to the wrong person. It's just optimized to get you out of the shower. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just to save water. Hmm. that sounds rough though optimize the fun out of it mm. <laughs> Dice has just been tinkering in the shower while you were unaware <laughs> I think the shower is the one place I don't really want to optimize the fun out because like I like taking showers it's like very cathart- cathartic therapeutic yeah. um, also yes uh, and so it's like I don't know a utilitarian shower just seems depressing to me because this is my break from social media or whatever the crap like social media is not really maybe fair to say i don't interact with all these platforms a lot but i do use my phone a lot or i'm always online or whatever the crap and it's like if i'm not sleeping i'm pretty much always online if i'm not in the shower right so so you're saying shower tech needs to happen it I've thought I've thought about you know no. introducing a little bit more there. We have a mirror, which is very basic tech. It's very nice for shaving, though. I will say, shaving shaving in the shower optimization for the ages. Freaking great! Really? Yeah. I've never tried to do it without looking to see what I'm doing because I mirror. can't be like, oh, that's that's good. Well, that's what the mirror's for. Yeah, yeah. It's a fog resistant mirror, so you can just be like, oh, well, you know warm up the face mm-hmm. get the lather whatever the crap i use a straight razor but like or safety razor i should say um but yeah it's really great Recommend not gonna it. lie when i was over your house the other week i was like damn that shower mirror is great mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's actually been on my mind and i might i might purchase one when we get off the podcast yeah it's nice um it does kind of depend upon like uh, this is this is the problem people that shave will understand, but like drainage, right? Like we had a, a old apartment complex. Dave and I were at terrible drainage. Like uh, you would shave, and it's just like li- literally just beard particulate was all it would take to like gunk up the uh, the drainage there. I don't have that problem in the shower. If you have that problem in the shower, then I mean maybe don't shave in the shower. But there's factors to consider. I'm going to live my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that my drain works at all. Because if my beard is longer and I'm just like washing everything, like some hair comes out of the top of my head, some hair comes out of the beard, some hair comes out of other places. There's always like a small amount of belly button lint. So like there is mm-hmm. stuff to theoretically eventually clog it, but it's not really been an issue, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So it might just be the drain itself. But yeah, I'm yeah. not usually thinking of like I should put extra things in here. That's just my belly button lint cleaning time. <laughs> so I'm uh, the one person who hates showers. Really? I hate it so much. Yeah, I just want to be in and out of there. Why? 
I don't like changing. I don't have a better word for this. I don't like changing the state I'm in. And then Dice is downstairs be like, we're in Pennsylvania. Ha ha ha. Um, uh, yeah. I, I just, if I'm, if I'm nice and cozy, I don't want to be not nice and cozy. It's like the, in, the, the, in the middle part. Like you, you aren't quite in the shower yet, but you don't have your clothes on. So you're like freezing for that brief moment. Mm. And then when you're all done the shower, you're nice and cozy. You turn it off. Then you feel gross. You like cold again. I don't know. Gotcha. It's just, it's just sandwiched in between unpleasant times. Question. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll answer your yeah. question. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, as somebody who hates showers, um, uh-huh. doesn't the bath pose the exact same challenges as a shower? For what we, for what you described there, Jake. I don't, I don't have a working bath. Everything I have is a standing shower. Oh. Uh-huh. We don't we don't do baths here. <laughs> what a take! I'll it's chime not in. A, not even intentional. It's just from <laughs> the way that the bathrooms are set up when we bought the house. Uh, yes, exactly, a hundred percent. I'm here to say that bathing is bad and don't do it. Hmm. That's why you wouldn't <laughs> let me uh, come to your place to record this, and I'm doing it remotely. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, we definitely can't record here because that would be a health health risk. But um, also, for some reason, people don't want to like just come down to the basement to join me for the recording. I don't know exactly why that is, but it's fine. Because you don't have the lights on, and you're just your arm extends from the bottom of the stairs. You can just barely see it, and it's doing this <laughs> light grasping motion. <laughs> come hither, uh huh. Like nobody says hither, Jake. Jesus. Yeah, I will say being of the feverish persuasion recently uh that is the 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 state transition in the shower of it was like cold beforehand cold afterwards whatever that's exacerbated and i don't like that right normally i could mitigate that because i just freaking love being in the shower but yeah that cold afterwards like with a fever it's like just kill me (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) now now showers we've already been there they suck now what's great pools though we recently went to um uh, a hotel that had a private pool in it and i spent an entire day just in in the pool they had a big tv up it was just like watching like dimension 20 or something and just like swimming the whole day it's amazing yeah pools are one of those things where like i'm not crazy about baths usually because i have like bits and bobs sticking out um damn bobs I, yeah, I was thinking like do I do a chain joke on this or I just let it go because I did say somebody's name but like with a pool I like being like submerged up to my shoulders and just just hanging out it just feels really nice and it's cool but it's not cold or at least it should not be freezing it's just nice to like hang out there especially when like it's a sunny day you have the contrast of like sun coming down on your shoulders or face and you just take a dip and you're like ah I'm now refreshed right with the concession that a hundred percent of the time you will sunburn right like this yeah. is yeah you, you go outside yeah, spend time in the pool the sunburn will happen it doesn't unavoidable counterpoint if it is a private indoor pool like Ooh. from said hotel no sunburn hmm. that's fair it's been a long time because there's no sun oh, okay oh mm-hmm. he gets got him only I daughter think- I think the last time I was even in a pool was probably like old land party. Oh boy! All the time back, yeah. all the way back there. Um, we really need to make one more friend that has a pool. <laughs> right. That was definitely the teenage strat, right? It's like when you were in school, uh, you had a very maybe I shouldn't say you. I, I I and perhaps others had a very utilitarian relationship with my peers. Whereas, like, this person has a SNES. <laughs> this person has a hot tub, <laughs> you know? Now, I was a better friend than they were, to be fair, for the most part. Except that one time that I stole Age of Empires and I never gave it back. But that was not oh intentional. Is, is that what you had, Age of Empires, after you stole it? <laughs> now I Well, I, I don't have it. I don't know if I have the disc anymore, but it's on Steam, I think. But I borrowed it, and forgot to ever give it back shameful display shameful display 
You're just making me realize that I had a pool growing up and I used to have a lot of friends coming over the house. Mm -hmm. No friends over here today. Man, they're only there for the pool. You got to get a hot tub. That's (sighs) like the that's the adult pool. Adult. Nah, I'm a kid. Yeah. Do you not like uh, to, to shift the topic to the warmer waters? How do you guys feel about hot tubs? I love them. I can talk about them for hours. All right. Well, you've got 35 minutes. Okay. So, <laughs> go. go. Uh, at some point, like my mom has had health issues for a while. So, at some point, my parents are like, oh, let's get a hot tub to help with like mom's back issues and whatnot. Like, I'm like, yes, for mom. Mm-hmm. So, my parents got a soft <laughs> tub, which is it's still a hot tub. It's just something that you can fill up. But if you drain it, you can still move it around. Uh, it's like 50, 60 pounds, but it's like very okay. thick styrofoam. It's not built into the ground or anything like that. So we set it up outside on like the patio or whatever. And I was in there all of the time. Mm-hmm. Just be like, oh, is it the evening? Is it cold outside? Is it snowing? Do I want to hang out with friends? Do I want to do this instead of a shower? Like it was my go-to. This is like perfectly hot where it's like cooking you a little bit but it felt so good i also like the smell of chlorine mm. for whatever reason uh drank some as a kid maybe but uh-huh. for me like oh. the whole experience is delightful love it you're you're talking to someone who literally did eat chlorine as a kid what's up how, how was that <laughs> Uh, as my mom tells the story, it was the last time she ever ran because she had to run from the pool up to the house to call 911. <laughs> but yeah. in my defense, I thought it was the stuff in Pixie Sticks. Mm, yeah. That's where they've been hiding. <laughs> this is really on Pixie Sticks. Next to the pool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, hot tubs. You, it, sounded, it sounded very lovely the way that you explained it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this can be peaceful. My only, you know, alternate proposal is have you considered lukewarm tubs? Hmm. I have. That's usually the result of why I don't like bathtubs. (laughs) They'll (laughs) always become lukewarm. It doesn't sound as good to me, to be honest. I have like, I have fond memories of not my own, but yes, a friend's hot tub in the winter. It's like just straight up snow. And -hmm. you just like freaking jump in the hot tub. And it's got this kind of a... Uh, you know, like reading a newspaper in an easy chair in front of a fireplace, smoking a pipe of tobacco with mint or something like that in my head of old timey Christmas. Oddly Um, specific of something you've done, Jake. I've done none of those things, but the, uh, but it's, it fits into that, that kind of like Christmassy trope for me of just super, super comfortable. Yeah, it's, like I didn't didn't ever visit Russia or be a part of any of that culture, but I could see like having a sauna, and then mm-hmm. like it's just the, it's the start conscious of like oh it's so fucking cold outside, but then you go in the hot tub, huh? Yeah, because like I like how fresh snowfall looks, or it's yeah. just something about it is peaceful. It's slow. I romanticize it, so you can appreciate the cold, but not be cold. But if you get too hot in the hot tub, you can get out, yes. do a quick lap around <laughs> in the snow. And as you have like this steam aura around you, and then you go back in the hot tub. So we have no idea why, but for some reason, like a mile and a half away from our house, there are three hot tub, hot tub places, like just selling hot tubs. I don't know if we're just like in, you know, centralized area, just competing businesses. I have no idea why. Are there really that many people buying hot tubs near me? Apparently. Hmm. I think it's it's probably a, a later in life pickup decision. It's like, okay. It's very much a luxury, right? Oh, yeah. Like, um, we don't have room for one here, unfortunately. But otherwise, it would be nice. The styrofoam option Dave suggested, that got me thinking, actually. <laughs> freaking put that in the base this is what i literally suggested to you guys because it would definitely take up some space still but i don't know you don't need to have a giant one right well i might have to go shopping around rachel's location then if they've got got like 
the hot tub trifecta of retailers. Yes. Um, I will never forget. Like this is still in my dreams, and I found out from my brother it's still in his dreams as well. Um, my my uh, grandmother. Uh, when uh, they used to live up here, had a Japanese soaking tub instead of a bathtub. It was, and I'm going off of like childhood memory here, so I, I might not be expressing it perfectly, but it was like large enough for, I don't know, uh, I, it was pretty much a hot tub, like multiple people. It was like six feet deep and it was just her bathtub and it had jets in it. So I think it might've been like a hot tub just sunk into the floor. And, it was the coolest thing ever when like we had to like oops like i'm gonna stay over at grandma's place like i would offer to to be like yes tub time but uh when they sold the house the people who bought it were telling like what they were gonna do and they're like the very first thing we're gonna do is take out the tub and put another shower and i was so devastated because they already had three showers like it was just wh- why it's amazing but miss that damn tub that i've never liked amazing. bathing since figured it out well, you got to get more jets, obviously. Mm-hmm. Jets are another big perk of hot tubs. It's just like, hey, do you want your body to be massaged? I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Can we get more relaxed? Give me some alcohol in there. Let's go. It's ooh. it's all good. And then you're well, like, do, are you going to be my girl? That's a jet song. Oh. Anyway, Jake. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just going to say, that's why you got to get one of those, uh, those spray nozzles for the shower. It's not as good as a jet, but you get exactly one jet. That's it. <laughs> it's very, very basic. Not advanced. This is how Jake transitions into like trying to sell me on getting a bidet. It's uh, like a jet, but it's for your butt. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't even have to try to sell you on getting a bidet. You have enough friends that have bidets that like I don't understand why you're not already buying a bidet. I think it's just the the initial barrier to entry of I don't know too much about it. Like mm-hmm. the the initial cost is not insane by any means for like a luxury item like that. Um, so like I wouldn't bucks. want to. What? It's like 30 That's... bucks to get a bidet on Amazon. What? <laughs> but so off, off the podcast, we have extensively talked about this topic and mm-hmm. I believe it was that the $30 ones are more likely to not have the hot water connection. And it sounded like you wanted that hot water connection from what we discussed before. Hmm. Yeah, Very normal conversation with friends. I don't want additional clenching throughout my day <laughs> with the surprise of cold water in places. So, yeah, yeah hot water would be the go-to. That's fair. We have ours set up to cold water and doesn't really bother me, but maybe I'm just adapted to it. Um, it it's works not for like, me, too. It's not like ice. It's just chilled water. Um, but, yeah. I've thought about it as like a birthday present. Just be like, here's the bidet. But the second part of the present is like helping you install it. So I'm not just like giving you work. Um, Would you like responsibility? (laughs) I got you a new pet. Uh But you do have have the, the complication that you are in an apartment. So you once once you're done with the apartment, if you ever want to move or get some other place or something, you have the decision to make. Do you bring the bidet with you or not? Or I said, like, hey, if you won't make my rent cheaper for this final month, I will Uh give you guys a present. (laughs) (laughs) Throw in, throw in a bidet. I mean, how easy will it be to, like, sell that unit? It's like, oh, and this one has a bidet. And they're like, oh, nice. Mm. The areas are right. A little spacious. Oh, it's big for my butt. They get Mm -hmm. to charge an extra $100 a month for that. Oh, they would. A month? Ooh, that's dirty. Mm -hmm. But not as my butt would be after using a bidet. It's true. What's funny is every like six months or so, the apartment office will call me like, hey, do you want like a carport? We have one that's available. And I talked to them once about like what the fuck that is. So we have certain spots that are covered. And I was like, oh, they're just general parking, whatever. I never parked there because I never needed to. Uh, But I did find out that like those are actual paid spots. Hey, do you not want like to like rain or sleet or snow on your car? You can have a, essentially an awning over it, but it's like an extra forty bucks a month of your rent. I'm like, for a parking spot, forty dollars? No, get the fuck out of here! It's insane. You could just get like a car cover, 
right? A one-time yeah. purchase car cover and be in a similar spot. I could see it kind of being nice for cold weather months. Like, if you're if you're older and it's harder to get around, you don't have to like shovel mm-hmm. off your car and all that jazz. Yeah, I do see the convenience there. Yeah, but I'm still young and spry. I think. Mm. Some oh, of sure. my bones still work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did like a half hour of Just Dance this morning and yesterday, two whole days in a row. And my body right now is like, I think it's eight hours later than it actually is. Sleep time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't feel it like that day. It's always like a day or two later. It's like, did we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I would love to blame more of this on COVID, but my stamina in general has fallen off as I have cl- like receded into a much more sedentary lifestyle. And sometimes now I'm just like, I think about doing something and I get winded. I'm just like, all right, let's not do that. I have to walk down the stairs to, to do this recording. And I'm like, Whew. good awesome. thing there's a handrail. <laughs> like, yeah, down the stairs is always the hardest bit for me, too. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm trying to think here. What's like an IRL stamina potion? I mean, the non-answer, but I would have said earlier when I was younger, would be an energy drink like Monster or Rockstar or something like that. I'm doing that. I need another. Gotcha. As an adult, maybe like a Bolt House smoothie uh, fruit drink thingy. I love those. The chai. Mm. Mm. I think I've tried one of those once. I don't know. Did they sell them at uh, Trader Joe's? Possibly. Might have. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if I'm doing like gym stuff, my usual routine is like make whatever actual elixir of some energy drink plus water, maybe throw in some Gatorade if I have some, and then like ibuprofen and like a little bit of some type of drug. So my body's just like fully, <laughs> fully <laughs> dosed and looking to go. Ibuprofen in your uh, in your energy drink. I, I take it beforehand. I don't actually. Oh. I don't mix it in because it tastes oh. bad. Yeah. That ruins some of the magic. Take it with the potion. It is kind of funny that you're just. This is very much the um, Oblivion or Skyrim thing, where it's just like, well, the effect of this ingredient is it reduces inflammation, and then this ingredient's like for energy. <laughs> And that's a lot of what a lot of uh, protein shakes are. They're like, mm-hmm. hey, everything for your muscles. And you're like, it tastes good, I think. Mm-hmm. And having the uh, Fairlife protein, um, their, their chocolate. It's like, sure, I'll have a chocolate shake. And it's not a lot of calories and it tastes good. And 30 grams protein. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, as long as it tastes good, I'm like, and it's healthy. We're doing good today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like I had some kielbasa as a part of my Oof. lunch, and I've also had some more monster from yesterday that I've just been like nursing. And my insides are like, "What have you done?" <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, as you're saying, I was like, "Oh, that sounds good," and then like my my stomach rumbled a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, okay, we know, we know what's up. Uh huh. Kielbasa because of like how fatty it is. It sears up so nicely in the pan, so it gets very crispy. I've had kielbasa for like less than a week. I'm like kielbasa, though. <laughs> um, I'm just rethinking my entire life because I'm like, oh crap! I call it kielbasa. Am I wrong? I heard but somebody say kielbasa, so I've been saying kielbasa. Oh and also, God. Jake made the joke at LAN of kielbasa. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. That was good. I, I, I think about it every time now, including when you mentioned it earlier. But I'm like, it's I've already I've already said it. I've said my piece. No, I still think about that too. Mm-hmm. How'd you guys like land this year? Forgot the that aftermath, happened recently. Yeah, the aftermath <laughs> I hear is not great, but land itself, lovely time. Yeah, I would second that. Um, the aftermath I feel in my bones and body, but. It was nice to meet people there in person, um, mm-hmm. talk to people. We ha- are continuing the trend of playing fewer games, mm-hmm. um, which is it's a mixed bag for me. Yeah, because like 
it would be convenient to like not bring a computer but at the same time like i don't know if we never play like any games there uh we had like what we had a split we had remote and then the people there in person and then i think the people that were remote were kind of left out of it a little bit more because so many people were just walking around chatting in person there's not really much you can do to mitigate that right like but it was something i was cognizant of of the time at the time um yeah i we used to bring computers but we don't anymore we just bring our laptops so like dice and i both got decent laptops so you know he will still play some things occasionally at LAN. i don't know if he did this time or not though Mm -hmm. i saw him playing a single player game it was some some sort of jrpg or something like that i think but metroid the metroid had came had come out rpg it's very very j it has upgrades so it's an rpg it's made in japan so it's j Checks out. Metroid is a JRPG. Uh, Yeah, I think it was Metroid. Um, And I think think it would be kind of fun to reintroduce some sort of schedule for playing some of those games, but I don't Mm -hmm. know if the... um, Kind of just walk around and talk to people, be like boring adults, is maybe just more of the the meta now, right? I I mean, it doesn't have to be. I think we have a variety of people who are on on your side here but then it's just the people who like i'm on the i'm on the opposite side uh playing games gives me anxiety hi that's why i'm here talking on this gaming podcast uh no i like like i like single player jrpgs so it's not really meant for land so trying to play the other stuff like stresses me out so we had art and some other nonsense going on in in a private room and it's just like that works for us but like jake i wouldn't have expected you to camp out with us and like using like perler beads and ironing and whatnot so i I think we could get a decent split yeah i think it's always been a bit of a split even in the earlier days of land we'd have people playing like magic gathering or playing pool and like doing some split off activities we weren't doing like hey everybody's playing this one thing but I do kind of miss that, hey, we're all kind of like drinking and playing one game and talking shit. I like that. Um, yeah. It's just, I haven't had a desire to do that in a while. And also like logging my setup. Like if I do get a laptop, it would be specifically for that reason of, oh, I can bring things here. Just have like a headset and a mouse and we're good to go. But I also do find myself always meandering and wanting to talk to people I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you in six months. What's up? Mm hmm. I found myself doing that more this year as well. Um, just chatting for an extended period of time, various people. Um, boring adults. Yeah, just boring adult crap. Um, but yeah, there's probably a mix that, that could be established. Where I think right now, the the so I started putting in, on the personal note, I started putting in like a little bit more effort to get people to like vote for games and do all this stuff mm-hmm. based off of what we had last time. And then, like, we didn't really play any of those games. We kind of did. I think we played, like, two. Um, but we had this, like, post-mortem, essentially, for a land where it's, like, what games did people actually play so we can track this stuff for next time. Um, Gotta do a retrospective. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very businessy. Very human adult business. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then we fun. were just drawing, like, our, in the other room, everyone's, like doing like fan art and uh learning how to uh give a lap dance and very normal very normal things happening it's definitely Uh adult and boring right wink no that's i i I do think that the social aspect of land is it's still peak right like regardless of whether it's games or talking to people or eating food or whatever it's still really nice for that um yeah COVID sucks, though. Not gonna lie, uh, and it's kind of unfortunate, yeah. To be completely honest, that like we both got hit with it. Both I and Jenny did. Um, for me, I could kind of take it. I think like it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not gonna wallow in self pity. It kind of sucks, but I also really, really don't want jenny to get covid because like she has to adjust her meds in response to it 
Yeah. She has lupus. Um, if I could have a, a HIPAA violation <laughs> in real time on the podcast. So it's like, ugh, right? Like, it really sucks. I was really feeling for Jenny. Like, I kept mm-hmm. trying to refresh Discord when she's like, she like posted the picture. I'm like, this can't be real. This is, this isn't real. Like, just, uh-huh. she's going to say, just kidding. Uh, yeah. But I think that's just, I don't know. It's something we're going to have to, it'll be part of the calculus, I think, for future events. And it's just the world we live in now, as kind of depressing as that sounds to just say, like, it's not going away. So, yeah. I never took calculus. Hmm. I did. I did. I just have never used it. (laughs) So many times. (laughs) (laughs) I, I really like hosting events to, like, get multiple people together because like i love doing like individual hangouts too but i also love like oh we're getting the gang together and then you just see like people vibing off each other people catching up eating hanging out having a good time but the last thing i hosted it was not covid related but still like a bunch of people got sick afterwards so it's like what size crowd can you have get together or what precautions do you need to take or do you just keep winging it and hoping for the best? But it's always going to be a consideration in the back of people's minds of if I'm hosting this, do I need to account for X, Y, and Z? Or if somebody wants to attend, they're like, they're like, am I willing to get sick if it does come to that? Because it's become more of a, a likeliness, which sucks. Yes. Right. Can't argue it, that. It's something that always like- play Jackbox on Discord. <laughs> never see each other in person (laughs) yeah that one's that one's less less great right for all the reasons we said it was nice to talk to people like that's what we don't want to give up by Mm -hmm. going to a remote only you know land party forever um and it also feels like i don't know if it's rational or not but i don't i I don't want to like seed ground forever to this disease where it's just yeah. like or illness, right? Where it's like, hey, life just sucks now, and that's just the way it is, right? <laughs> like that seems like too 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 negative of an outcome. Well, um, it's sort of like if it's not this one, it's going to be the next one kind of deal because we realize that people can't control themselves, so it's <laughs> it sucks to sort of try to like twist some of it, and I just hope we get to a state where like you don't have to worry so much about you and Jenny going somewhere. Like sure. Yeah. If it's in the back of our minds, but like if we know what precautions or whatever, mm-hmm. and we can still see each other, play games, have a good time. Right. Yeah. The thing I'm actually looking forward to are like better vaccines, just even more effective and like something where it, if it can reduce the severity to something closer to like the common cold, that would be awesome instead of having this debilitating like your week's freaking dead see ya kiddo sucks to suck um i'm sorry the 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 podcast twisted to this but i just feel like sharing this now so i've had symptoms of long covid uh since like a year and a half before i got covid oh no so that's also super fun and it would be cool so it would be cool to find out why uh that's happening so to all of your doctors listening to this podcast please Mm -hmm. at me yeah we have a very representative doctor base in our Mm -hmm. demographic almost almost exclusively Uh a bunch of mds and other other d's Mm -hmm. a and bobs yeah and bits bits. (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but uh, yeah, not to not to be too much of a downer all the time, right? <laughs> I, well, I keep coming every time I talk to Jake, I just get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> There's other stuff. You know what I've been playing recently? Hmm. I've been playing um, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I knew it. Is, I fucking knew it. Which is. Uh, <laughs> The Like the a Dragon game, right? entry in the Yakuza series Currently, that yeah. is going to be called the Like a Dragon series in the US <laughs> because it's been the Like a Dragon series in Japan in a Mother Earthbound type situation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, How is it? It's very fun. Uh, 
I have had the thought, especially in the early game, that it's like you need to have like an MGS4 level patience of like a cutscene is going to happen. It's going to play out in its entirety. Make sure you set aside ample time to view it. Um, but that's never really bothered me for the Akaza games because the characters Ooh. are so freaking good. The writing and everything just makes it so interesting. But yeah, it's it so does silly. go on for a bit where you're like, oh, they're. I'll get dinner after this. And then afterwards, you're like, I'm starving. <laughs> but you learn so much about everybody and what's going on. And it's fun how you can take things at different pace. Like, Dice unlocked the um, like the corporation minigame um, mm. to not like spoil too much if you haven't gotten there. But I he's know like, oh, a it's a yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, it's a minigame. And then he spent the next seven hours just playing it and optimizing mm-hmm. it and breaking the game. And then he's like, oh, this game's too easy now and never played it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did know, maybe this is just Dave, shout out to Dave. He got me a, like a steel box um, special edition of the game. Uh, but it has the minigames on like the main menu. It's like they're, they're that front and center. It's straight up like... I mean, yeah, you've got the game, but what about second game? <laughs> um, Final Fantasy VII was that for me. Mm-hmm. Give me Chocobo Racing. Give me uh, the other weird stuff at um, at the Golden Saucer. Mount like Hyrule? Had... Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of funny to think about. Like, I, I feel like I felt like mini games maybe they exist some to some extent in western games as well but they seem to be so much more prolific in like japanese games and i think some of that might just be like their development cycle or something but like i can't see like in yakuza zero i'm pretty sure there was like a maid cafe cabaret is what it was cabaret management and i spent a lot of time in maxing that cabaret (laughs) and i was like if this was a Dragon Age or something, this this would not be in the game. Not just because of the tone, obviously, but also like it sounds insane to say like we should spend all of this development time to put this random nonsense in the game and make it fully fleshed out. But we love that random nonsense. Optional. But we freaking love it, yeah. All thanks to WarioWare. Yeah. Many, many games as possible. Go, go, go. You guys ever played those Wario. games? Destroy Mario. <laughs> I've, I played a little bit uh, when I was hanging out with uh, you and Dice, but that's honestly my only experience with it. I didn't mm-hmm. grow up with any of the uh, Wario games. Wow, I'm a really good friend. Have you ever played this game? Yeah, <laughs> only with you. Oh, <laughs> Remember the one time I said, I'll never forget this moment. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> I will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well even near Automata, like if you look at hacking, that is in mm. of itself a mini game. Right. So it's like a nice little pace shift briefly, and they flush it out more with the game. But yeah, it's nice to have that breakup of gameplay elements, but still have it be in tone. Right. Yakuza is just always wackadoodle, so like nothing seems out of place there, and I love that for it. Uh huh. The the juxtaposition of just like mm-hmm. the mini car racing these little like freaking nascar cars on the track or whatever they are and then like main main story someone important dies in the rain like a super dramatic scene and you're just like okay back to like disco (laughs) (laughs) absolutely insane but i love it i enjoy games that don't take themselves too seriously which i think is like why maybe western games as we were saying doesn't hit the same way for me Mm -hmm. because it's just it's a great relief of tension to to then just be like all right i'm gonna go do this nonsensical thing but we have to save the world now you mean 20 hours from now right yeah Uh, if there's not a timer on that main story quest (laughs) we're not touching it (laughs) right (laughs) so yeah definitely fun to diversify but i I anticipate that there's a lot of time ahead on on this game and i this is one of the games dave is like a year or two years back was like play this we'll do an episode on it and then it's just like sunrise sunset sunrise sunset as i like continue to play starcraft co-op or destiny or whatever all this crap i can't like use for content 
and uh, Dave's just like dying in his chair, <laughs> visibly graying. Uh, so it's nice to get to to get in there. I also knew I would love the game, right? Like, yeah, everybody knew you would love the game. <laughs> like Yakuza, Yakuza is great. I like Yakuza Zero, Sleeping Dogs, which is a completely different series, not related at all. Um, and this one are are great. I will say the fact that it's uh, turn based right now makes it a little bit easier to play with COVID. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because it's not like <laughs> throw out action combos and crap <laughs> like that while I'm uh, basically astral projecting. I just don't know where the projection is. That's why uh, uh, when my brain doesn't work, I'm like, all right, turn it on like Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is Animal Crossing, but Disney. So it's mm. like the same deal. Like, I'm not going to use my brain for a little bit. This is all we got. Uh huh. So turn-based combat, same deal. Oh yeah. It's only for babies, I think, is what we're what we're boldly <laughs> saying right now. You need time to think about your actions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The advanced games are for babies, to be honest. Like this is it wraps back around. Mm-hmm. It's like you you go through all the try-hard reaction sports games, all that stuff, then straight back to a turn-based strategy for babies. So it's all good. Um. Though they do make you, they do the, uh, uh, I, I don't know where it came from, but I'm going to call it like the gun blade like effect where it's like you have to hit a button when your attack lands. So oh, you like yeah. shoot when you stab them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, Final Fantasy Eight. <laughs> that's probably correct. I know it's not seven. I know Undertale had. I don't know when that mechanic started in some games, but if you time your attacks, you get just some bonus damage. I don't know if uh, FF7 had that with like Tifa's Beat Rush or if I'm just now conflating that. I'm not sure. It's more popular uh, now, though. Possibly. But yeah. No. I don't know. I'm, I don't claim to say that any anything I've said here, probably not factually accurate. Check it. Except for the thing about the how showers are bad. That's the only <laughs> thing. Except for my personal opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Opinion, opinions, facts. Mm-hmm. That's our standard disclaimer, though, is we don't, for the most part, we don't know what we're talking about. We're, we're basically a chat bot at this point. We're a language model. We don't deal in facts, just like vaguely constructed English phrases. That is true. Part of it is for the hope of like getting engagement with people who want to correct us. So we'll just throw out random stuff, see what <laughs> sticks, and then hope that somebody would be like, actually... But usually they do it off podcast when they see me in person like, hey, no, you fucked up this one thing. I was like, I did not know. But thank you. for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please post that on our social media. Thank you. It's how we drive engagement by being wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's not uncommon. On the internet. Yeah. Um, I know we're approaching the end of time, but how do you guys feel about chatbots, chat GPT? We haven't talked about it at all on the podcast. Um, so, uh, chat bots, um, in just a lot of interesting stuff there. I have like, I don't have enough deep understanding to really understand what the heck is happening, but we were joking around at like work and we can't use it with our work software. Right. But we, we did it and like, I didn't want to type up this email to someone. So I was just like, chat GPT, type up this email to this person, do it in this tone, be a little sassy. And it was like, here you go. And it was beautiful. So for like little things that you then review and monitor. And if you are, I wouldn't do any important information from there. Not like write our, our entire proprietary code. Thank you. But for little things here and there, I like the use of it. Um, don't necessarily like the ethics in it. Uh, art AI, uh, that's a whole different podcast I will scream about, but, um, chat TBT is interesting and I have learned things by using it. Dave? I haven't used the chat bot or interacted with a chat bot since AOL instant messenger. Smarter child. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a very limited experience with it. Um, I've been watching some of Dax Flames videos where he's trying to like use chat GBT to be like, how do I do videos for a year? And he's just following what it does, um, which I think is interesting. Um, 
I really haven't explored too much with it. I think it's interesting as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but as somebody who's written code for stuff, uh, <laughs> sus. <laughs> yeah. Like, anything's only as perfect as it's designed. And I don't think it's near perfect in its design at all. But just like if I'm asking somebody, like a friend for advice on something I could see asking a robotic model or like doing a Google on it, right? You're just getting information from different sources, but just always consider the source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Google's but, a good thing. Just like I'm sort of treating it like a more direct way if I need to Google something mm-hmm, to know mm-hmm. I'm actually getting the answer and not just ads. Jake? I was just going to say, it, the the mention of source is actually great because I had a segue for this. Uh, it's not really segue, it's the same topic, but related to chat GPT, somebody had posted like, hey, it sure does seem like it makes up scholarly sources. <laughs> um, and they tested it, um, trying to like be like, hey, get me some uh, information about this river delta or something like that. And it literally would like print out this like MLA style, here's a list of sources, and like half of them were real people. And the other half were like absolutely not, and you couldn't tell the difference. Oh, oh no! Um, and that's that's probably my biggest concern with it is it's like a language model; it's not a truth model. So mm-hmm. it's great for something subjective, like you were talking about making a letter with it, right? Because you can mm-hmm. evaluate that and be like, "This is the tone I wanted for the letter. Mm-hmm. Awesome." Um, but if it's like, "Hey, write me a scientific paper." it's not going to do the science thing very well, <laughs> right? Cause it's just doing like predictive analytics on what it should be talking about. Um, yeah. I think to, to cover with that 100%, if this was around when I was a kid, it would have written every single one of my five paragraph essays, mm-hmm. but would not have done my science homework. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The subjective stuff, it seems a little bit better at, but the objective stuff is very dangerous. Um, the problem is I don't think people can tell the difference, <laughs> so I don't wow. really trust a, a bot to to do that for folks, right? Yeah. People are going to treat it like like Google, basically, and if it makes up an answer that sounds like it could be, the other one is that it'll it'll authoritatively give you an incorrect answer to a math problem, which I yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Like it will literally break down like, hey, because this, then this, because this, then this. And there will be like a, a logic error. <laughs> Glorious. Um, I, I had that happen. I was just trying to figure out how to shorten like an Excel function. I just couldn't quite think of it. And it gave me something. And I was like, that was wrong. And then his response was like, you're right. I did do that wrong. Here's the right one. And it worked that time. I was like, jerk. Uh, this uh, was a test that you've done well, Rachel. <laughs> mm. I will say on the computer science side, I've seen some videos of people who use it. It'll suggest code snippets and block blocks and stuff like that for like unity games and things. And it apparently does like a pretty good job there because like a language model that understands code is actually just understanding code. That's what code is, is it's just a language. Mm -hmm. Um, But it requires like some tweaks and fixes and stuff like that. Right. So does the work I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, but it's really cool. I want to see where it goes, but I also share in the ethical concerns of, you know, be it art AI bots or chat bots or whatever. The idea that it's like, hey, if we feed it the entire internet as input, like, are we not treading upon a lot of people's ideas and IP in order to end up where we end up here? Like, it's Ultron. Mm-hmm actually like that's what happened to ultron and he went on to try to destroy the world so like you know consider your options is this your most depressing episode i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we had an episode on death i thought (laughs) we did have one on death um that all being said i still think it's really cool and if we get to a point where you have some sort of subjectivity filter on it where it's like hey i'm not gonna tell you facts (laughs) um without some disclaimer that these facts are not real uh that could be helpful but yeah it's apparently really good for finding recipes also it'll suggest like uh that bing was gonna do that they were going to in 
inject like a chat GPT like add-on essentially and call it being 2.0 where it's like they want that to curate the results for you and New York Times did an episode where it's like hey I'm gonna make this arugula salad I think that's what you call it like for my wife like what's a good side for it and it'll like suggest a side and be like oh that sounds good what would be a recipe for that and mm. it'll give you the recipe and then be like that sounds good or give me the list of ingredients in order of aisle from my like closest <laughs> grocery store and it's like here you go whoa yeah um so the future is terrifying and, and brilliant mm-hmm. in short i will re- not add to that because that conversation can now expand on to two other episodes we just talked about crisper mm-hmm. yeah we can save crisper 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 will be a good one and then we should also circle back next time rachel's on to talk about the ai art Ooh, because i'm sure yeah. a lot will have changed by then Ooh, uh yeah i i can talk for a full episode about that mm-hmm. not not no bueno yeah <laughs> So if you're looking forward to any future ethics episodes, be sure to tune in for any time we have Rachel on or talking about art AI. Yeah. Only ethics and, um, oh, was it, what, yes. What, we, what was fangirling? Nerding out? Yeah. What? Nerding out. Nerding out. The, All right. Yeah. Nerding out. There we go. Mm-hmm. Should be good. Yeah. But thank you, Rachel, for attending the podcast once more. Always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Um, if you guys have uh, topics or ideas for future episodes, um, you can send those in. Uh, hopefully, at, the, at a certain point, I'll be able to think of ideas too. But right now, again, head empty. Uh, send those into soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or you can join the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. Bye bye.